This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello hello. This is Abhinandan Sekri. This is Indrapreet Singh. This is Mansa here. And we are recording the awful and awesome entertainment rap from the studios of News Laundry. With two subscribers, because Rajshri Sen is in the hills at some five-star hotel doing some fancy things, and we have two subscribers who volunteered to. Actually, no, Mansa is not a subscriber, as she wrote to me. She said, "I'm a Mufat Khor, but I promise as soon as I start working, I'll subscribe." Great, Mansa, you're a student, so you must Mufat Khor. Yeah, yeah. Inder has once recorded me before. Yeah, I have. And I'm a veteran now. <laughs> Your second recording. <laughs> So Inder, of course, he fits right into 2021. He's a veteran. Second recording. So Inder, first tell us quickly about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? So I live in Mohali, and uh, I am engaged in my family business, which is in the logistics business of tea and spices in Parvanu, Himachal Pradesh, and Chandigarh. And I've done my graduation in computer science from Punjab, and I finished it in 2015. So I'm 29 years old, and uh, so you're Gen Z. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm Gen X. No, Gen Y. No, you're Gen Z. Am I Gen Z? You'll, yeah, you'll be Gen Z. You'll okay. be Gen Y. Okay. And uh, Mansa. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I live in Delhi. I'm a Malayali born and brought up in Delhi, and I'm currently pursuing my BA right now. And compared to Indrapreet, I think I'm baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Mansa is in her early twenties. Indra is in his late twenties. I am forty-seven. So this is going to be an interesting recording where. I will like any good uncle. I will nichodo the joke that was actually cracked by a subscriber. This will not be a grand pop culture podcast. It will be a pop culture podcast because we have two youngsters here. Uh, we will be talking about Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which I had never heard of till these two youngsters told me about it. Black Widow, which I have seen, and what will we do, Mansa? We will rant about Black Widow. <laughs> okay, so you also <laughs> hated it like me. Yes, okay. I did. I did. Uh, then we'll talk about Loki, which Inder has also watched, right? And Wanda Vision, which I've never heard of. So there'll be something, and then Inder will tell us about Red Sparrow, right? Okay, uh, which is a part of Marvel. Or it's no, it's not a part of Marvel. It's just a thriller movie that came in 2018. So we'll talk about that. And we shall also talk about an ad commercial that is making waves. The new Cadbury's commercial uh, with the cricket analogy and this young girl batting and this, you know. her fan boyfriend lover who you know jumps onto the ground we shall talk to the team that created that ad all right and we have a bunch of emails uh, and before i start may i please remind you to subscribe and pay to keep news free because news laundry takes no advertising revenue from anyone to run a news operation we if you see our website are completely ad free thank you you guys have all topped up the kashmir ki kahani comic book it was done in a very fast time thank you all so much we still need you to top up the maharashtra flood stories in fact the reports will start coming soon because tanishka and pratik are already on the ground uh, sending us reports they are at the desk they are being vetted they go through editorial filters at news laundry unlike some other places that claim stuff before they even vet them editorially so go to newslaundry.com click on the subscribe button and pay to keep news free because it is because of that we can say whatever the hell we want without fear of favor so Why don't you go first, young lady? What do you want to talk about first? Tell us why, what it's about, who made it. Sorry, I have a question. Yes. So Rajeshri is not joining us today. So will we be splitting Rajeshri's tech between Mansa and myself? 
मान गए बेटा मान गए दूर से चंडीगढ़ से आया हूँ मैं सुबह सुबह ट्रेन पकड़ कर तो खर्चा पानी कुछ तो ऐसा करेंगे वी विल गिव यू अ गिफ्ट हैम्पर वी विल गिव यू दीज मास्क विच आर एफ डी अप्रूव्ड वी विल गिव यू सोप सबकी धुलाई सोप सेट एंड यू विल गिव यू हैम्पर फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री दैट यू कैन गो बैक होम एंड गिफ्ट यूर फ्रेंड्स एंड रिलेटिव खाली हाथ नहीं आया इट इज नॉट खाली हाथ एन एल आए थे so if it won't be one of those but now that's out of the way <laughs> what would you want to talk about first and uh, tell us about uh, like i said before i would like to rant about uh, black widow okay so i would prefer to get bitten by black widow the spider than watch this terrible movie oh dear that bad huh <laughs> it is very bad it sucks at so many levels hmm. black widow was never meant to work in the first place you don't know everything about me I've lived a lot of lives. We have to go back to where it all started. My girls are the toughest girls in the world. I'm sorry. We had our orders and we played our rules. It wasn't real. One thing's for sure. I'm done running from my past. Black Widow is directed by Kate Shortland. It stars Scarlett Johansson as our beloved Agent Natasha Romanoff, aka hmm. Black Widow, Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova, David Harbour as Red Guardian or Alexi, Rachel Weisz as Melina. The timeline of this film is set after the events of the Civil War and before Infinity War. Natasha joins her sister and family to find the Red Room. Red Room is a place run by Draco of training young girls all over the world to hmm. become world class assassins, assassins like Natasha. Right. So that's the plot, which is a compelling plot. I mean, how did Natasha become what she did? I mean, the backstory of like Natasha has the most interesting backstory. It's yes, the most mysterious. Right. Yes. She is indeed the most mysterious character, but still but they screwed it up. They screwed it up very badly. Why did you not like it? Did you think it was um I mean it was just too convenient? Did you find it too cutesy? Didn't have the kind of the 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 rigor of the other backstories like you know whether it's Hulk or Iron Man and stuff. Yes. What 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 didn't work for you? The reason Black Widow sucked is that the timing of the release is so inappropriate to seem almost unwanted. So MCU has officially entered the phase 4 with Loki and the purpose of this film just gets lost there. So Natasha Romanoff is the first female MCU superhero. I wanted to know MCU matlab Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay. oh right. I must get used to the Okay fine. I just gave away my Okay MCU she's the yes. only she's the first female she, MCU. Okay. Yes, yes. So basically that's why she was given this step motherly treatment ki iska film nikalo online yeah. dalo khatam karo. So all the male superheroes got their own standalone movies and their prequels and their sequels and their redemption but Natasha was the only one who struggled a lot who uh, lost her family who uh, was psychologically and psychologically conditioned, conditioned. because since so she, she has the most compelling and most complicated yes. backstory but yet she has the worst film so you you think it has to do with because she's a woman as well yes MCU caters to young boys basically. That's yes, it failed the Bechdel test. What test? Bechdel test. Which is what? Um, where two women uh, don't uh, talk about their life and their ambitions, not about men. Oh, and they were talking about men in this one. Yeah, apparently, uh, the Avengers movie had failed the Bechdel test. 
Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the film uh, Indir? I have not seen the film because last time you when you recommended us not to watch it I <laughs> just steered clear away from this. Yaar you're the only one who listens to my recommendation. Yeah, obviously yaar matlab idhar news laundry ki nahi sunenge to kiski sunenge. Acha theek. To to fir ye bhi baat bata do yaar ki sometimes me and rajshri disagree to to kiski baat sunta hai meri rajshri ki. Then I just flip a coin and whatever lands I, you're the heads and she's the tails. Acha theek hai. So yeah I couldn't stand the film uh, Mansa because I thought it was too cutesy like they had like the attempts at humor like the marvel in any case it's the action is interspersed with humor like uh, mm-hmm. Iron Man has a lot of you know yes zingers so no nonsense attitude taking everything very lightly and even between Thor and Hulk you know that yeah. constant Uh, and even that other um, who, what's that guy a uh, guardian of the galaxy you know when he try he when hulk mm. uh, when thor is talking he also makes his voice heavy that's a really cool <laughs> scene yes yes so he, they they use humor but here the humor was too contrived and cutesy i mean they were mm-hmm. really too soing it like karan johar humor like when they, he makes fun of himself but it is not convincing oh dear god i just found that in this so yeah okay so okay we've ranted about that it uh, it is unfortunate that she's one of my favorite marvel characters and she got such a shitty film but i guess she's also getting a something's happening between her and uh, disney also na so koi case was chal raha hai yeah she had sued disney because something had happened in the contract they I breached see. the contract i see the irony is that she's fighting for something that is even about her so it became a launch pad for yelena to enter into mcu rather than giving a proper send off to the first female mcu superhero who's yelena yelena is her sister Oh, she was there in Black Widow. Ah, so she's going to become an Avenger. Yes, yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. Did Which? you watch Black Widow, Abhinandan? Are I watched it, yar? No, no. I, I'm telling. I can tell you all the scenes where she makes fun of how she lands, and she says, you know, it's your poser. All, you are a poser. You're a poser. And, but I didn't know she will become a uh, an Avenger. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's shown okay. in the end credits. Spoiler alert, hardcore Marvel fans. So it's shown in the uh, end that she is going to avenge her sister's death. And she has got an assignment to kill Clint Barton. Uh, Clint Barton. Hawkeye. Family. Hawkeye. Oh right. Okay. Tear Kaman wala. Oh Tear Kaman. Shalom. ठीक है. So now you guys know what to watch out for. Thank you. That was. Uh, uh, although when we started, uh, Mansa did say I'm very nervous, but you're f- absolutely fine. Mansa, don't be nervous. You can speak your mind. Now, Inder, you tell us about Loki since you're in the Marvel universe, and I will tell you, Rajshree, you're listening to this. Both Mansa and Inder have come with notes, just like I make. So you make fun of me making notes because we come prepared for a podcast as opposed to you who comes and just gives fake news <laughs> and pales anything and then we get mails bhai aapne kya pale diya all three people right now have notes so, so i would support rajshri on this one because she is a she is an experienced uh, talk show host and i believe she can do without the notes but we all are you know a we mixed bag of uh, peanuts nuts <laughs> So we need uh, help from uh, uh, you know preparation. Ah, uh, chalo. Thank you for that insult. <laughs> uh, but in that now, you tell us about Loki. It's not a film. If I understand you said. Yeah, it's a Loki series. is a TV series. It's a mini TV series. It's it's got just six episodes, and each episode runs for around forty-five to fifty minutes. Okay, Netflix. Pe. Yeah, on no, not a Netflix. Disney, Disney plus Hotstar. Yeah, Disney plus Hotstar. So all the Marvel uh, universe is on Disney plus Hotstar because it's yes. owned by Disney. We protect. flow of time You picked up the Tesseract breaking reality I want you to help us fix it Why me? I need your unique Loki perspective. You really believe in this Loki variant? 
Luckily, he believes in himself enough for the both of us. You can trust me. Hoagie, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Why never do it again? It stars Tom Hiddleston. Sophia D Martino so and Tom Hiddleston is the same guy who plays Loki. Yeah, Loki, Thieke. the same Loki. And Owen Wilson who's a newcomer in the whole MCU yes. universe. So Loki series follows the events after the uh, from the Avengers Endgame when mm-hmm. Loki escapes uh, from the you know prison which uh, from which he was from captured the from the guards. They yeah. were keeping him captive and he just ran away with the uh, Tesseract. Tesseract. Yeah. So he escaped from that and the series follows from those events. So I don't want to give much spoilers because I really like the TV show and I uh, and there are many twists and turns in this yes. in the beginning. Yeah, Six I don't episodes want to give how many uh, minutes each? Around forty-five to fifty minutes. Third? Yeah, okay. and I loved the show personally. I'm a big fan of the cosmos and uh, space opera kind of films. So it's just lovely that when they show all these fantastical places in the universe, the planets, the intergalactic travels. Plus, you know, all the magical things woven into the sci-fi of the, you know. Hmm. And plus, now the budget of the series is also so good that it's it seems like a big budget film. So it's not so a back story. It's a front story. But it is from... Uh, sorry, when you say it's after Endgame, it is... I would give you a hint. It's a different timeline. It is actually <laughs> so... Um, the thing is... Uh, okay, whatever that means. Huh? Uh, okay. So, Loki runs away with the Tesseract, right? Hmm. So... He does things, no double meaning intended, but he does okay. many things, so, which so is in sorry, a end game was when these guys, when Thanos has like, finished everybody yeah, yeah. off, then they come back, they go back in time and yeah. they stop him from doing that. Yes, right? exactly. So when he has destroyed all six stones. Yes, yes. So there so, were three uh, timelines shown. Wasn't that the end? Didn't so, it end? I don't remember. There were three timelines shown. So uh, the first one is in uh, 2012 New York. Where okay. Loki is uh, held captive by the guards and he uh, finds an opportunity to run away with the Tesseract. I see. It is shown in the beginning of the series itself that TVA, Time Variance Authority, catches Loki and something happens with him. I think Abhinandar is more comfortable with the IT survey guys than us explaining him the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The look on his face is just... Yes. Yeah, I'm a little... Cause now the he's intimidated. Now <laughs> I'm intimidated. That's right. The, 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 the two, the, the two gen, gen, gen Z people have completely... I'm just ca- happy that it is not becoming a Karara Chana panelist where you are not allowing us to speak. The, the, the only Loki that I was once told that I look like is a character in Love, Sex or Dhoka. There's a character called Loki Local. I don't know whether you guys have seen it. So Google Loki Local and someone said, you know, Niku, you look exactly like Loki Local. And I was so insulted. No, he's a Punjabi singer in the in the in the film LSD. Have you seen LSD? Love Sex Local. I have I've not. heard. Yeah, I've heard. Oh, it, so. Damn, I'm. I'm so old. Okay, yeah. fine. I'm that. so sorry. I haven't yet to watch that movie. I think we must have been below eighteen when when it came out. Probably, it was yes, you're an right. adult film. I was in seventh class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're in the seventh. So highly recommended. Um, Sci-fi? And also, Loki uh, also toys with the idea and it strikes a debate between free will and the will of the universe, how it all happens. And uh, I don't know about you, but I kind of incline towards destiny. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? I mean, do you believe there's one and all the law of the universe or do you think there is free will and we've got free choices to make on our own? I think we've got free choices to make on our own. I, I, I mean, I think destiny is complicated, but... It does not trump free will. I think 
can i interrupt you over here like you've said so many times that because you were from a privileged background and because you had sister who had connections with uh, in news track and then you got the job mm. so we can backtrack every single event from our lives mm. and almost everything happens just out of coincidence and no no i completely but at the same time um, when the janlokpal movement turned into a political party mm-hmm. um, there were enough people who came to me and said ye karwa do ye hum ye de denge wo karwa do hum ye de denge hum aapka news launch ka funding kar denge ye kar do i could have said yes i didn't so the point is that i completely agree that privilege has a lot to do not a lot the most to do with whatever success many of us do get but there were other choices as well so you know i, I mean if i had the guts enough maybe i i could have at a younger age decided to become a dancer which is what i've always wanted to do but now i'm 47 i'm too old to fucking dance that's that, that's the end of that okay. so, so yeah i mean you make choices and what about you mansa i think free will is a is an illusion but you <laughs> coming from a philosophy free and psychological will definitely student. i really don't want to throw in big words but i think that free will is definitely an illusion and all of us are bound with uh, some things it can be intrinsic and it can be extrinsic so nobody is really able to do what they really want to do unless and until uh, the privilege is uh, like very a, very you you really give this thought huh yes so uh, so anything else about loki that you want to other than the philosophical question threw up in your mind i want to add will. something uh, oh on loki yeah okay yes loki is a very enjoyable watch limited number of episodes with tight scripting loki is a very flexible character very unpredictable is he good is he bad that's a good question you know i've never i i've never dis- been able to decide do i like loki or dislike loki it can be cleared up after yes, watching this definitely yeah. oh, really yeah. he picks a side okay you would love it I would. Yeah. Yes, I shall watch it. Love it. Okay. And then And is he on the right side or wrong side? His actions have the ability to create more seasons of the show. Yeah. Loki gets a chance to redeem himself and everybody should get second chances. Does he take it or not? Is what we will have to watch because Rajshree is not here we will not give away the spoiler. Yeah. Yes. So one quick thing, a lot of people disparage the Marvel universe. Like I've I've heard podcasts, you know, serious podcasts where say, you know, Marvel and that has kind of that's not cinema. In fact, I think Martin, Martin Scorsese said it. Marvel is not but cinema. But he's not the only one. There's so yeah. many people who. What do you guys think? I mean, you think it's just old people saying, "Hamare zamane mein bata kya cinema hota tha? Citizen Kane, Citizen Pain, Citizen, you know, Jean. Pain in the Ass." But do, do you do you get that, or you you just it's the, it's the ramblings of old fuddy duddies? I disagree. I think art is subjective and is very personal. People should watch what they want to watch and what they connect with. and if they are able to uh, self introspect if they are able to enjoy it if they are able to uh, forget their troubles and worries what's r- bad but, yeah, and so that? that, no, think, but that's not the only purpose of art like uh, art makes you think it also delivers some very profound and philosophical messages which yes i think matrix did for me i mean matrix is not exactly citizen k and all shangchi did for me sorry shangchi did for me shangchi and the legend of the ten rings made me think What is Shang Shang Chin? We are going uh, to review which, this which right we now. We are going to review oh, wait, wait, wait. this. Oh. It's on your list. It's on your list. Achha, sorry, let me put on my Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yes, yes, it's the there. Oh, that's also Marvel. Okay, yes. I see. Okay, fine. So, uh, closing comments on Loki before we move to Shang Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. In the yeah, so just like Mansa said, it's a fun watch, enjoyable to watch, and uh, highly recommended. Yeah, and uh, no spoilers will be given today. We All are right. not Rajeshree. That's fine. Okay. So uh before we move on just one quick email this is from Harjant Professor Gill is a 
professor in, uh, I think, the University of Maryland, if I'm not wrong. Um, he's been a long-time subscriber and supporter. He is originally from Punjab, as you know, Harjantkil, but he's now in the US. He's, I think, been there the second generation. Dear Abhinandan, writing to let you know that I really appreciated you recommending Challa by Gurdas Maan, which is one of my favorite Punjabi songs of all time. I first heard the song growing up in the 1983 Punjabi film Long Dalishkara, starring Maan and Raj Babar. It remains one of my favorite Punjabi films along with Mardi Dar Diva and Chan Pardesi. I'm planning to devote my next research project on Punjabi films from the 80s to the 90s. We must have you on this show, Harjant. This is this will fit so beautifully into awful and awesome, you know, doing a 10-episode special on Punjabi cinema and then we can like do Marathi, Bengali, Malayalam, etc. Then Harjan goes on to say, I have already written a few articles about them that you might enjoy and you've sent the attachment. By the way, this email will be part of the show notes so you can click on the links and see Harjan's articles as well. I wanted to inform you that about a decade ago, I asked Hari and Sukhmani, a Chandigarh native duo, to reprise Challa for my short documentary, Roots of Love. You can hear their version in the final sequence of my documentary. Hari and Sukhmani went on to play the song at MTV Coke Studio where it was a big hit. I have heard this song. Harjad, I had no idea they composed for your documentary. That is fantastic. Oh my God. I didn't know that as well. I've heard Hari and Sukhmani, but... Hari and Sukhmani also provided music for my follow-up short documentary, Sent Away Boys. This is also about Punjab. Lastly, you might also enjoy the music featured in my third short documentary, Mardistan Macho, Macho Land. Mardistan Macho Land, okay. By the Lahore-based Punjabi group named East Side Story who do fabulous cover of Asa Singh Mastana's Mela. Their song, Darudi Botal, also featured in the film. It's fantastic. All these short films, Roots of Love, Sentoy Boys and Mardistan slash Machuland, are part of three-part docu-series that I made for Doordarshan exploring different aspects of Punjabi masculinity. All of them range in 25 to 40 minutes. I hope you get a chance to watch them. And if you like, recommend them to your listeners. Harjant, I will definitely watch all three. This week, as you can tell, I haven't watched anything. We had two court hearings. We got a favorable order from the court. When we are recording this, this morning was our hearing the High Court. We filed a writ. That my data, my personal data, which was taken, in my view, illegally, should not be leaked to anyone. Um, Not that I have anything to hide, but it would be a breach of my privacy. And the High Court granted us that. So I have just been busy with that. And of course, the media rumble is happening this week. So I haven't been able to watch anything. But I will watch all three documentaries. And if you guys want to watch Harjant's documentaries, the links and the show notes below this podcast. So thank you, Harjant. I'll just take one more email. Uh, This is from Adarsh. Hi guys, big fan of the podcast. I'm writing in the hope that you haven't watched the Amazon show Mumbai Diaries 2611. Please don't. For such a seminal event in Indian history, the research and storytelling is incredibly shoddy. This fictional reinterpretation of actual events features cringeworthy and extremely unpleasant characters, ridiculously bad action and shamefully poor storyline, especially given that the script could have written itself. This web series is an insult to the memory of the martyrs and heroes of 2611. This dumpster fire deserves no viewing. Says Adarsh. Adarsh, point taken, I shall not view it. Have you, either of you seen this? Mumbai Diaries? Yeah. I have not. No, not yet. Okay, neither of them have. So now will you after Adarsh has told us? Not really. Now we are going to be talking about Shang-Chi, which is also apparently part of the Marvel Universe and I shamefully have not heard of it. So I quite like Shang-Chi. Marvel really redeems... The film is released? Yes, it has. Oh, okay. On digital again, on online. In theatres. So you watched it in the theatre? Yes. In Delhi? Yes. Yeah. And you in there? Uh, I believe uh, Punjab I no one wears the... masks. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, Rajshri went through Punjab. She's gone up to the hills, but she drove through Punjab. And she said, I don't wear masks. 
Yeah, people are, uh, they've become a bit slack in their attitude now after getting two doses and all that. So... But did you go to the cinema and watch it? You watched this online? I haven't watched this uh, Ten Rings movie. Oh, okay, so, okay yeah. you haven't. Okay, But you're familiar with this? No, I'm not. Shang-Chi. I've never heard of it. Okay, yeah. so I'm not the only one. Throughout my life, the Ten Rings gave our family power. If you want them to be yours one day, you have to show me you are strong enough to carry them. You are a product of all who came before you. You are your mother. And whether you like it or not, you are also your father. You're just a criminal who murders people. Be careful how you speak to me, boy. Is this what you wanted? So tell us, who is this new Marvel character? Like, we can't even remember the ones who we know of. Why are they introducing new ones? So Marvel really redeems itself after the disappointment, which was called Black Widow. So Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is directed by Dustin Daniel Cretton, starring Simu Liu as Shang-Chi, Aquafina as Katie, uh, oh, this Chen. is the first like Chinese uh, character superhero. Yes, first that Asian, Asian Marvel oh, superhero. Right, right. Okay, yes, yes. I heard all the conversation around this. Achha. Okay. Yes. So the thing is, in the beginning itself, it's shown that Wen Wu is a ruthless warrior, invader, and the keeper of the Ten Rings, which makes him immortal and wield immense superpowers. His quest for endless money and power led to the formation of a criminal organization named the Ten Rings. And it was... Uh, known for all kinds of noble deeds like overthrowing governments. I see. So, so, yeah. but so far in all the Marvel films we've seen, we haven't seen this character anywhere. No, we haven't seen. But we've heard about the Ten Rings, right? We have heard. In fact, uh, the Ten Rings was the uh, organization which was behind the kidnapping of Tony Stark in the very first Iron Man movie. And I they see. asked him to build the Iron Suit. Oh. Okay. So, but that is where Mandarin was there, right? When... Mandarin was Mandarin there in that was, one. Mandarin uh, was Trevor Slatley or uh, Mandarin was hired by the Aldridge Killian guy, a terrorist organization to act as Mandarin. Yeah, you know, it's becoming so complicated. It's, they've killed the fun of all this, man. I, it's too much for a newcomer or someone who just wants to watch it as a new thing. And I think some... May, do you think people might get confused if they haven't seen the earlier films? Seen? Kya PhD karni hoti hai? <laughs> beard, I have to do a beard and bloody marvel. Yeah? All these, this person was there and this character and this thing happened, that thing happened. Kamal so, uh, the one simple thing you have to remember is Trevor Slattery was hired by an organization and he is in this movie because Wen Wu uh, hired him again and he kept him as a court jester. I see. And also the thing is, uh, now he wants, uh, Wen Wu wants his Raja Beta Shang-Chi who works as a valet in San Francisco to come back and take over his empire. So, patriarchal father figure preferring boys over girls. Okay. When who is like that average Indian uncle. Okay. So, okay, I've so got a theory about this, what you just said, that we have to do PhDs to, you know, understand this whole MCU universe. So, there's a, the MCU universe is uh, split up in three, four phases. Phase one, two, three. And they've got different superheroes in different phases. Okay. So, like in our olden generations... There was Captain America, hmm. Thor, Iron Man, hmm. simple as the that. OGs, the OGs. Yeah, the OGs. Hmm. So what my theory is that they kind of take the you know attention of kids. By kids, I mean 
school going college attending so they've got time they they have got that thrill which we don't have now to invest so much of time in this okay. i spent 10 years since 2009 till 2020 from iron man till avengers end game now it's a bit of a drag i don't want to like i just like black widow came wonder vision came i didn't see any of that okay. because it just feels a bit of a drag Mansa, on the other hand, yeah, you know, I want to add something that yeah. I had recently discovered Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it really helped me to get out of loneliness. I just discovered hmm. it two years before, and Iron Man is my favorite movie till date. I don't think any other movie will surpass the uh, gravitas you, of Robert Downey Jr. Gravitas of oh have God. you have you watched Matrix the original? Yeah, I have watched. You don't think that was a life-altering film? Um. I don't think so. It was I Matrix is the so. one of the best films of all time for me too. I love the Matrix first, second, third. I'm really scared about the f- this the this new one. one. Yeah. I was fascinated by the sci-fi stuff and all the things which is shown in the Matrix, but I don't think it was a life-altering. No, movie. the message, no, just just I think it had take a life-altering thoda zada ho gaya, but the point is <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was profound. It was not yeah. just a sci-fi film. There was Like I remember, I read a uh, cover story. I think it was in the Wired magazine about at that time there were the Wachowski brothers. Now they're oh, the I Wachowski sisters. Oh, I just remember sisters. that now. What do you remember? Yeah, uh, it was uh, something li- related to the LGBTQ community, and they were sending signals through the story. That's well, what I had. The, I mean, read about that, it. Yes, there was that. There was. I mean, at that time they were called the Wachowski brothers. Now I think they've both uh, become uh, women. Uh, yes. So they should. I should address them as. Her, I guess them. I I get confused in this department. The, but but the Wachowski brothers made the movie. They made the movie correct at that time. They were called the Wachowski brothers. Yeah. That was what the story was about. But it spoke about you know how deep they went into you know ancient Buddhist philosophy. You, you you're doing Buddhist studies, are you not? I just remember it now. Oh my god! I just I just confuse Matrix with some other movie. And I th- I think When I Neo's watched Matrix two first. Okay, so then I bad. watched Matrix One. Okay, then That's Matrix the One was the film. Like okay. there was like you know, when the the moment when Neo realizes he's the one, that helicopter scene. I think that is still one of the finest scenes. I watched ever. the second movie first. Then I watched the first movie, and the imprint which is in my mind is that of second movie, and Tumari that's why I think. Tumhari generation na sab ko sulta karte hai, sab jar maarte hai, sab cheez ki. Very bad. And the, and the and the good thing about Matrix was. Uh, and why you say that it was profound because it didn't have many it didn't have jokes you know the, uh, one one or the other character you know cracking Haan. a Wo dumb th- joke or the Haan. other it Thor was dark Hulk wala, it yeah. was yeah hmm, correct so yeah very true so uh, yeah so you want to complete your thoughts on this uh, yeah, clearly you want a fan of shang chi and the legend of the 10 rings i was so yeah the one thing i really liked about this movie that the, is that the fight sequences are so well choreographed and so beautiful to look at tony lang is the scene stealer uh pardon if i'm pronouncing his uh, name incorrectly he you are went, sitting with abhinandan and you apologize no, for pronunciation like it's seriously. tony lung really yeah it's tony lung he went wood as with his performance in fact when he appeared in that other uh, film um, wonkar bhai he's known for no, his no, collaborations no. with wonkar bhai he did a song yeah there was very with deepika padun lungi dance lungi dance lungi dance lungi dance lungi dance lungi dance the i wish our viewers could see the look on uh, on mansa's face she's like kahan betha diya uncle ke sath the birthday joke you don't want to laugh it's okay you uh, we all I, i'm sure no it just reminds me of hani singh <laughs> and Hani Singh is clearly a legend. Clearly, hmm. Okay, and one more thing, one more thing. Uh, Tony Leung is like the Irfan Khan of Hong Kong cinema, but with the stardom of Shahrukh Khan. Okay, so wow. he's like Farhan Akhtar. 
<laughs> nice, nice singer. So fine. Uh, I am. My interest is peaked. You know, I will try to watch this Shang Chi because I, I mean, I had no idea about this, so I should just know something. Just watch it for the villain. Okay. Just watch it for Ben Wu. So now let's talk about something. We'll come back to Wanda Vision, uh, but let's talk about non-Marvel for a right. bit, which is Red Sparrow. Uh, this is something that Inder watched. Yeah. It sounds like some Russian submarine book thing. Now when I was young, every the Red October Hunt for Red October. Everybody used to read Hunt for Red October. It's not that. Okay. How did you uh, come to the conclusion that it was something Russian? because there was a hunt for red october type it is film. based on a russian you know spy so, oh, so it is a spiritual on, prequel yeah. to black widow and drakov ne punarjanam leke it's a spiritual <laughs> oh god no. spiritual prequel <laughs> my god that's oh a new god. term i've re- heard today spiritual prequel i'll also use this beta i am the spiritual prequel to amit shah hmm डांसर and it evolves as how she gets into the uh, russian uh, spy agency which is known as the svr and how she deals with it uh, not being from a military background and uh, she is totally a uh, stand out from the rest of the agents in the organization so basically they've co- copied happy new year where they pick up no, other no, corners no. a dance and they do the heist that bank no, no they've not copied happy new year i okay. could i could maybe draw an analogy between uh, red sparrow and uh, Sunny Deol's movie Hero Love Story of a Spy. You know, it's like heroine love story of a spy. I'm not trying to make a joke out of this movie. I watched it last night without any distractions on my phone. The story starts a little slow for the first 10 or 15 minutes, but it's shot beautifully. The cinematography is beautiful. The acting is beautiful. The story is set in a non American and non-English uh, mm. locations makes it even more special. You know, the the foreign nature of the film. Even though uh, it's hai. Sorry, yeah, novelty. novelty hai. Exactly, novelty. Hai. The beauty, beauty, beauty. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty is the novelty. Yeah, yeah too good. So, but and, uh, 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 sorry, yeah. go ahead. So it doesn't uh, hold back in any scenes. Like there are a few. It's not. A, it's not a spoiler, but there are you know uh, torturous scenes and uh, adult scenes. So I mean, it it has got gotten gotten in very a strong, uh, like uh, it's. I wouldn't call it gorish. but on the spectrum there is slight gore in the movie as well which uh, one would love and they have not uh, and the and they, the story flows very naturally it doesn't seem like a thriller as in quentin tarantino type gore no no, no no not at all not no, at all no. quentin tarantino is totally you know he's like a dhamal type of a guy it's you know not that yeah, much, yeah, it's huh? not that it it's very subtle in its storytelling it's it's a bit slow you need to have patience i feel but the story is wonderful and it does not have that bang bang type of stuff but uh, and it does not even have the those twists and turns like you spoke uh, in that uh, last episode about clickbait hmm. 
so clickbait felt a little contrived after Correct. a few episodes yes. it does not feel like that so it flows naturally and uh, but there is one blooper i wanted to ask uh, the both of you mm. so in in one scene there is a guy who takes his gun and there's a, and then enters the airport the heathrow airport how is that even possible i mean i felt that was a blooper from the side of the yes. film right clearly i clearly. Can't, i can't imagine how that was possible that's not possible and unless it was a gun like the one that Ma- Malkovich John Malkovich ever that actor that really that off actor John Malkovich is in this film where he carries a plastic gun in and he makes that yeah otherwise it's not possible uh, if people watch it and they like it so it is based on a book by Jason Matthews and Matthews uh, published this book in 2013 on which the movie is based so there are two sequels as well Palace of Treason and The Kremlin's Candidate so I'll be looking forward to read those books as well because the movie really had a thing going on and i loved okay. it so highly recommended chalo we have awful stuff happening this this podcast clearly other than uh, what's her name um mans sorry not mans no, my not my name sorry i'm so sorry um, i'm just zoned why, why out why will i say th- <laughs> we have awesome stuff happening other than like you i mean i'm not such a jerk yeah for heaven's sake that film we both hated black, black widow black widow black uh. widow before we move on here's the conversation with the team at ogilvy the creators of the sad Because we bring you everybody who has done something interesting. At least we're going to try from now on, right, Jude? I am thrilled to have on the show, and we should do this more often. The creators of the Cadbury's ad that is making waves and having all sorts of positive feels on social media and elsewhere. Uh let me introduce the creators rather than let them introduce themselves. So uh ladies and gentlemen could you go let's go with uh, Kenaz first could you just introduce yourself and what do you do and uh, then we'll go with Harsha then Sukesh. Yeah hi 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 I'm Kenaz and uh, I'm the chief creative officer of Ogilvy along with uh, my partners Harsha then uh, Sukesh and uh, three of us were a team on this but before we start i just want to say that we have a larger team on this which is three more girls called tanuja samyu and swagata and i just wanted to mention them here excellent clearly an ad like this would definitely have a lot of ladies working on it no doubt uh, <laughs> harshad uh, you uh, are a partner to gilvi right yes yes so uh, along with i mean kenaz has already kind of outlined our roles so the three of us work together to look at the overall creative product of gilvi Uh, across offices but again the three of us kind of teamed up on this one to kind of because this was so special right so thank you kenaz and harshad for joining us and sukesh uh, before he introduces himself i must tell you he was uh, i think three batches my junior in school at boarding he was a chubby kid last i remember and suddenly i heard his name as this you know creative genius working at ogilvy so hi sukesh you can introduce yourself uh oh, lovely i'm sukesh uh, yes uh... <laughs> uh i work uh, harshad kinaz and i uh, are uh, we are the chief creative officers of ogilvy india and we are uh, responsible for the creative output of this uh, agency across the country and we don't define this as a job we call it super fun great so this podcast we have a great plug for ogilvy and all uh, the people out there who are looking to work with agencies now um, this clearly is a kind of take off there's a back story to this ad which was that famous you know even that was received very well with this young girl dancing onto the ground uh, how did you come up with this idea why what how did you anticipate that has to be 2021 fide 
that ad what was the thought process of just replicating it like this so um honestly i was i was just telling someone else uh, just little before this that there was uh, there was no real brief from a client for a project like this but the kind of relationship that ogilvy and mondelez share there is no need for a brief there's a clear understanding that throughout the year we are thinking of ideas that uh, you know uh, sort of go with their with their uh, creative platform so two young girls in our office came up with this idea on their own it's it's it, it was a proactive thing they just it just struck them wouldn't it be wonderful if we recreated this with a girl batting uh, you know this time they presented it to their boss from then it came to us it went to piyush the client the director it was it was like a whirlwind because everything happened at a super speed and uh, and and here we are so there was no there was no real uh, major powerpoint presentations or you know deep thinking behind this it was all heart fantastic and so that's great these two young girls thought this up came to you and you said let's go with it and the client said okay and everybody said yes. okay so 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 that is yes. a, i mean uh, that's wonderful to hear uh, but sukesh did you anticipate it will get this kind of positive response and everybody will be talking about this i think uh, uh, the, the speed at which we we uh, when we heard of the idea like kana said we all in, in instance said uh, this is amazing uh, i think uh, the time has come for this to be uh, this to be done uh, let's attempt it and let's do it for sure let's try and then uh, we have, we have the privilege of having the original creator uh, with us as a chairman of a company so so we should definitely ask him what does he think about it uh, and his reaction was also just like ours you know in, in an instant he said wonderful let's do it i think the more uh, we saw the you know people didn't overthink it there was no over analyzing does it fit does it is it like you know there was no discussion on it it was from a straight gut reaction let's do this and i think we got the same from the great uh, you know really brave mondelez team like and i said this was not meant to be of uh, any scheduled uh, you know intervention yes there was cricket which is coming up and obviously we were doing other things around it this was one of the things that we said let's try and they said yes we must do it and i, I as, as we went along the more people we met along the way and we discussed with the directors with the production team and everybody like you know even with the even the earlier director who made the film the first director i think everybody was just saying great so what we knew uh, abhinandan for sure was that we have something very nice in our hands but uh, to be honest uh, to see such unanimous love and at such large scale and at such speed uh, you know in over a course of a day is something uh, quite extraordinary even for uh, for all of us i mean honestly we're quite like we've just been answering texts we've been just been talking to people it's been quite uh, quite overwhelming quite overwhelming yeah you know uh, i am 47 i'm probably older than all of you i struggle with wokeness especially in the you know public communications department now this ad while it is a woke version of the earlier one a lot of the overwokeness puts off people of my age because you have to be so careful about everything you say or do so even though it may be the right thing to do it is just annoying cuz it's like breaking a bad habit and you get annoyed when you ask to break a bad habit but this had a really feel good element so do you guys struggle with wokeness being something that is Uh, important uh, and correct and will appeal to the 20 somethings but could kind of alienate the 40 somethings is that is that a line that is difficult to walk and all of you can weigh in on this after harshad what i believe is where we come in in this uh, particular task of an overall advertising profession uh, ultimately uh, i think it all boils down to uh, there is a clear definition of what needs to be said 
and then when we as uh, you know creative professionals or creative experts come into the picture it is our task to say it how how you say it is completely our department and as uh, i mean to just to draw an analogy from what you said uh, if something is probably you know a little irritating or a little difficult to digest it is our task to use the old medicine analogy to kind of how do you uh, kind of get something important to be consumed in a way that is not irritating so i think that is where i mean just to cut to uh, how, how this product has turned out in fact a lot of people have kind of analyzed in their own way and what they loved about it was it was making an important statement or uh, you know there wasn't any overt attempt at wokeness it, it was progressive yes but it was not trying too hard the beauty about it is we already had a legendary feel good wonderful piece that even seeing the original almost 30 years later for those who grew up with it it kind of evokes a certain joy with shankar madhavan's voice surging behind and of course the girl dancing onto the field and even for those who haven't i think there's a certain brightness about it which is completely charming it is not trying to you know uh, like if you kind of uh, overindulge in the effort the effort starts showing and then exactly the kind of uh, scenario outline then people start hating it then you kind of start resisting hey this is not a classroom don't try and teach me but the beauty about this was it is still completely entertaining completely charming with the product at its heart uh, it's in a way owed to the classic with uh, this beautiful little reimagination and it gives you a message you enjoy it and that's when it hits you that hey didn't it also kind of deliver something beautiful and something that's so with the times so that is why i think that's a crucial balance to strike but yeah. don't try and be preachy about anything important just go with the flow don't rattle the you know the uh, the window bars of people you are trying to reach that is how i would put it i think uh, just to add to this a uh, little bit you know i think in our business uh, as an advertising business is very easy to you know write uh, something and it tends to be uh, the the you know the easy way out but uh, i think uh, when you start preaching that's when you become a bit of a, you know intrusion in people's life when you make it fun when you make it a part of like any story that we watch right and at the end of the film let's say we go for a movie and if you truly enjoy a movie and we come back at the end and say we talk about it and say hey that was a great scene you know that was something really nicely done over there wow i think that's what it should be even for advertisement you know it should be something that you truly enjoy it must evoke an emotion something in you and at the end of the day if you if you think it is something that it tells you as a change or as the times that we live in has something has moved like i told you in the very beginning when we heard the story we just felt hey that's a wonderful wonderful story and time has come for it to be told and that's how we reacted to it we didn't we didn't look at it from an angle of oh it's a huge uh, you know uh, spin in role reverse it's nothing of the sort we just thought that you know uh, a combination of the the song the original song and even the original ad you know it did so much for a time when when it came out it was just so nice to see so i think uh, just to uh, end what, I mean, what i'm trying to say is that something that harshal already said we try not to preach because if you preach then it just gets a bit cumbersome right? right now can us uh, how hard is it to come into an industry where you know the legacy ads you know it was all about even now one ad I, i'm sorry if it's by your agency but i got to be honest cuz an awful lot of we are always i always wonder if that ad belongs in the 21st century it comes on ndtv every morning i think it's that for chimneys and uh, microwaves i love kitchens i love cooking i love washing dishes this woman is in the kitchen saying all this i'm like that, 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 so i don't know. 
But I feel like uh, whether it's because of movements that have happened uh, and things like that or times have just changed. But I don't deal with clients who are actually even close to what you mentioned right now. So honestly, it's not that tough for me. It's not like I have to sit in a room with a bunch of men and tell them that, hello, we can't show this uh, anymore. In fact, it's the other way around. There are a lot of times when we are discussing things with clients and together we, we suddenly or a client might say that, you know, the script is nice, but... Can we, can we give the woman a little more progressive role? Or sometimes we tell the client that the brief is good, but you know, can we, can we not have a woman say this? Because that will make it just too stereotypical. And the world as a whole is working really hard to change uh, the place that women had in the world. So I think advertising also has a job uh, and, and a responsibility towards it. But I, I, I am pretty shocked at the ad that you just mentioned. I must, I must Google it and uh, you know try to find it. But uh, honestly, I think or maybe I'm just lucky. But I, I have not faced, uh, you know, I've, I've not had to educate too many people. Okay, so before I let you guys go, I miss ad jingles. When I was young, you know, when the Bijli would go, I grew up in small town Dehradun, so Bijli would go often, and I could rattle off every jingle, like everything from. Winters here, the fun's begun with Pond's cold cream, you know you've won. Or Hawkins ki city baji khushbu hi khushbu di mazidar lazidar. Or hum tum or thrill gaye mera dil. Something bajaye pyar ki halchal. Something something thrill. I don't, there are no legendary jingles. Like why there are no jingles anymore, I want to know. What are we supposed to do when the lights go out and we have to amuse ourselves? Don't go on anymore, man. You'll live in a different... I want you guys one at a time to rattle off a jingle you remember from your childhood days. To me, I mean, this is so top of mind right now. And honestly, not because we now work for Gilby. Back then we didn't. But this was one of the most, uh, you know, mm-hmm. amazing songs that we grew up with. Kuch khas hai zindagi mein. Kuch khas hai hum sabhi mein. Okay. So that is what comes to mind right now, top of mind. And only one more thing. I would rate this as a song which is as good as any other Shankar Mahadevan song. Okay. In fact, he rates it himself very highly. And uh, just one little bit of trivia for those who, those of our listeners who haven't realized it. Uh, the reason why, as all our all his kids uh, of the 80s or late 70s or 80s, who were so fixated and fascinated with jingles is, I think we were, as a country, just getting used to the audio-visual medium. Hmm. Till then, jingles are such a hangover of radio where you didn't have anything to see that your sung, uh, right. you know, your sung thing had to have everything. Hence, Hawkins ki city vaji, city se kushbudi, Mazidar, Lazadar, Khana Hai Tayyar. All of that was actually engineered for radio. And I think initially our uh, teams, while they were great fun to listen to, but I think there was so much more that the visual element offered you, which people really didn't have a clue about what to do with being seen over there. So they just carried over the habit and the, you know, the technique from radio and started making jingles, which screamed out everything. Interesting. So think, Interesting. That's a little bit of trivia for those who don't But know. in addition to this one, I, I remember one that I used to sing as a kid. 
which was bhool na jana isi bal na isi bal bal na oh yeah and all the language bhool yeah singing it i'm doing for you uh, which is from recent slightly recent time googly woogly woosh googly yes oh yes yeah so we have i think there are but yes you're right you know we have to think about think for them because i think harshad said it very well i think most of them were radio was very big and tv and radio was a combination and radio meant obviously just audio and no uh, no video so maybe that could be the reason uh, but uh, yeah there were some amazing jingles in the past and i'm sure maybe the time <laughs> recycling there are yes, jingles yes. maybe remixes yeah. of jingles are in order after all the remixes of the uh, kishore kumar songs <laughs> but uh, thanks so much guys uh, kenaz let me give you the last word anything you want to add to what we discussed and is advertising still as big as it used to be back in when i was young during the what's his name the guy with the hat and the long hair who just comments on tv now prahlad kakkar prahlad kakkar correct correct ha huh. <laughs> so so yeah uh, any any i was uh, i i would say that you know the more years you spend in advertising the more fun it gets so it's still a booming industry okay great thanks good luck looking forward to a lot of amazing work from your stable and thank you so much for making the time and speaking to thank us thank you Bye-bye. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye, 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 bye. So now uh, we shall. Before we wind up with Wanda Vision, which Mansal tell us about, let me just go with the emails that we have. We have three emails left. So if you will allow me, Mansal, may I just read those out from subscribers? Mansal, I hope once you start earning, you'll subscribe. Yes. Definitely. Until then, we'll give you a complimentary subscription. And when you teach kids, don't hesitate in giving them chitter. You know, jute se, jutti se, hamaja se padte the. That is not encouraged these days in B Ed. Do they tell you not to slap kids? No, that's not encouraged. encouraged teachers teacher teacher scales. Uh-huh. and uh, slapped on on the face uh-huh. and what else can you do <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so uh, mind you he just watched red sparrow mind you we'll get a lot of emails regarding this that we should not trivialize this okay guys sorry if we are but i guess we are all captives we, of our generation wo bhi kuch din the ye un dino ki baat thi like ha wo un dino ki baat i'm sorry uh, yeah i don't mean to trivialize this right right Yeah. So, Shirley says, "Dear Abhinandan Rajshri, I am late, but as a 25-year-old who has been watching stand-up since the age of 17, I'm extremely disappointed with the way it has shaped up in recent years. I thought I'd respond to your call for comments." Shirley is talking about guys, you know, when I reviewed that show, um, comedy uh, Premier League. Comedy Premier League. So I had said that maybe me and Rajshri don't get it because we're too old and it is for a younger audience. So I had asked younger it people to write. It was loud. I saw the like trailer and I didn't like the trailer. Okay. So Shirley says, uh, "I decided to skip the show after I found the trailer a little cringy." Well, Shirley clearly agrees with you. As far as the Indian scene is concerned, personally, Asi Desi Democracy is all I enjoy. Abhishek Upamanyu is another favorite, but that's about it. Even Ashish Shaikya, whose HD columns were sharp-witted and hilarious, couldn't bring the same magic to his stand-up. But I will say, AIB sketches on YouTube in the earlier days would at least give some insights into India's socio-cultural life. I believe things changed with online content including but not limited to AIBs started gaining immense popularity among college students. Soon students became the target audience and then it all started to go downhill. 
Sketches by comedy groups started to focus more on ensuring relatability rather than being insightful, leading to compromises with quality. Since then, stand-up largely caters to audiences between, say, 17 to 22, people who have enough time on their hands to binge-watch hours of silly content. Most of my own friends are not aware of comics like Grover or Ajora, largely because they don't have much of an online presence. Love, love your banter, and it sucks to hear about the IT survey. More power to you all, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. We sh- we've gone to court against them getting my personal data and we shall continue to push back we are not going to roll over and play dead because that ain't what news laundry does that ain't what we were trained to do and that's definitely not how news laundry is going to react to such intimidation thank you all for supporting us and uh, the emails and the subscriptions that came in thank you then this letter is from abhijit dear abhinandan i hope you're well i see you bash karan johar in every other episode do i in every other episode yes you do i i uh you you, you don't like karan johar Clearly, but yeah. that frequently, okay, I didn't realize I should take Seven it. Seven out of ten also. episodes. It's true also. No, well, I, mean, I, I kind of like Karan Johar. What's the problem with Karan Why don't you like Karan Johar? I mean, hmm. his movies cater to a certain audience. All right, it's your opinion that you don't like him, but he makes, he produces good movies. Hmm. He has uh, been the uh, host of uh, Coffee with Karan, hmm. which, I mean, it's just Bollywood stuff. I mean, you just need to be entertained by it. It's not a serious show. So you think he's not that fun. offensive or anything? Yeah. Why this? Okay. Personally. He says, I, so Abhijit says, I see you bash Karan every episode, even though you're a big fan of Shah Rukh Khan. I see a bit of conflict there. Please allow me to explain. Both Johar and Khan rose to incredible fame through their collaborations on blockbuster films like Kuch Kuch Hota Hai in 1998, Kabhi Khushi, Kabhi Gum in 2001 and so on. Even before 1998, Khan worked on many projects with Johar and his father, for example, Duplicate and Dilwale Dulhaniya Le Jayenge. I believe their incredible success in those years is what made Johar and Khan who they are today. Maybe now you dislike Johar because of his greed appearance on every other reality show and antics. I get it. But I'm curious to know if you have ever admired Johar's early work. I also want to know if you think we focus too much on personal lives in every move of our filmmakers. I doubt flamboyant directors like Tom Ford and Gus Van Sant get treated the same way in their country. Please give my regards to Rajshree and continue with your fantastic work. Abhijit. Abhijit, I will tell you, I really like Kuch Kuch Hota. I won't say I loved it, but... I it was a cheap thrill. It was I watched it more than once. I watched it in Chanakya cinema. I remember Chanakya cinema had I think over a thousand seats. It was a huge cinema. I used to love watching films there. It's a pity we don't have cinemas like that. But you know I even loved um, Rambo Man. I mean now when I see Rambo, I'm like Cobra. There was a film called Cobra with Sylvester Stallone. Crime's a disease. He's the cure. Cobra. But I cringe when I watch it now. I I get what you're saying and I get what you're saying in there, but. You know, I just find uh, Johar, his persona is, and when I, and, and I mean, I haven't seen many of Tom Ford and the other director who said their interviews in a general setting, but I just think he displays and demonstrates his lack of self-awareness in ways which are extremely offensive and distasteful and crass. And the fact that he speaks English, he's not called out for how crass he is, which happens a lot in our country. If your English is public school English, then you can have really crass aesthetics of... I'm not talking about how you dress, which he fucking dresses like Madhuri Dikshan in the 80s, which is pretty sad. And I love Madhuri Dikshan. Uh, Talking about aesthetics, I just uh, want to add that uh, the reason I uh, really don't like Karan Rohar is that I am recently introduced into the world of Wong Kar Wai. Hmm. So Wong Kar Wai... 
Yes, mm. in the mood for love, happy together. Yeah, sorry, in the mood, express. no mood for love. कर दिया मैंने. In the mood for love. ये मैंने Siri Fort में देखी थी. Back when there used to be film festivals at Siri Fort, and you hung out there to look arty and also meet some people. कि यार कोई कोई टक्कर जाएगी यहीं पर. तो वहाँ पर. So the thing is, uh, the Hong Kong cinema uh, really peaked during the nineties, mm-hmm. and it was uh, known as the golden age of Hong Kong cinema. And Wong Kar Wai's movies are so aesthetically superior in terms of camera work, in terms of acting, and they are character driven. They are majorly character driven. And what were we making during the nineties? Beta number one, Beti number one. Okay, you know, I, I, I don't even have a problem with his cinematic aesthetic. I'm talking about his his social aesthetic. What he talks about when he's when his privilege is pointed out to him, the disrespect and disdain with which he you know speaks about tone others. He's yeah, his tone deafness gets me, which is why and why I really like Shah Rukh Khan is because Shah Rukh Khan fucking went from Delhi and he didn't just succeed. He is the only one who challenged Amitabh Bachchan. He's very self-aware and he's he, so smart. He, not only did he challenge Amitabh Bachchan, he got into a fight with Amar Singh at a time when no one would have the guts to touch Amar Singh. When Ravina Tandon would make parathas for Amar Singh and Bipasha Basu would go and make sure he's well in hospital, everybody wanted to suck up to Amar Singh. Uh, and Subrat Rai, Amar Singh, Amitabh Bachchan. Shah Rukh Khan, not only did he have the guts not to, you know, be a chumcha to them, he had the guts to lalkaro them. Which is why I really admire Shah Rukh Khan. So your disdain for Karan Johar is because he does not speak up outside his uh, not speak Bollywood up. I just chamber. I just find his. Um, can you give us a recent example or something you can recall? You know, I I don't know. I saw this interview where he's do. It's it's on a it's in a stage. There's like a the, lot of live audience. It's on YouTube. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. And someone asked him a question about privilege or something. Mm-hmm. You know, he tried very hard to be politically correct, but you could tell that his. This day, like even in his films, like you know the Verney, Verney, mm-hmm. uh, you can tell that he's not actually making fun of it. He he thinks it's cute. Lots of his tone deafness when he makes fun of it, it is not done in a self-aware way. It's it's actually cutified. So I mean, it's not such a big deal. I mean, we spent too much time talking about Karan Johar, but that's that <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. But uh, to answer Abhijit's question, yes, I loved uh, that. Kuch kuch hota hai, but that's the only film of his that I liked. After that, I haven't liked any film. And I love Dil to Pagal hai. Sorry, sorry, Raj, gat hai ye. Even Now, I liked Dil to Pagal when it was coming on TV. Really? Yeah. I, I remember that song, Chak Dum Dum, Chak Dum Dum. Yes. But also, I was completely in love with Madhuri Dixit. So anything that she came in, I'd watch. When I was a kid and I wanted to watch something on TV, Dil to Pagal hai was coming, and I really enjoyed it. But now I really come to think question that, my choices. That's the only film of I think Akshay Kumar that I've actually sat through. I mean, Madhuri Dixit could do that. Dil to Pagal hai. Dil to Pagal, right? It had Akshay Kumar in it, no? Yeah, it did. But yeah. he's 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 got a very short role in the movie. He comes Does after he? the half point. After the interval, okay, yeah. right. Towards mm. the end, I think. No, not yeah. towards the end. After half. Right. In the end. Um, Not no, not just the end. He's there for half. But correct. by the way, there is one thing about कुछ कुछ होता है, and uh, I've got uh, I need to clarify this with SRK fans hmm. that in कुछ कुछ होता है, the Shah Rukh Khan is such a hypocrite. I mean, in the beginning he says. प्यार एक बार होता है एंड शादी भी एक बार होती है खुद तो रानी मुखर्जी के साथ अपनी करके शादी लेके अपना करके चला गया जब काजोल की बारी आई सलमान खान के साथ उनकी शादी भी तोड़वा दी और लड़की लेके भाग गया सलमान आज तक आ रहे आइडिया ऑफ नर्डी गर्ल वेन शी वेर्स अ सारी इज वेरी ब्यूटिफुल 
and the standards of beauty drop. for yeah and the stand yes and standards of beauty for women yeah when you are a tomboy you know when you have short hair chal yaar basketball khelte hain then yes. you're not attractive but suddenly when you're lady like then you're attractive in ye jawani diwani too the pika is very nerdy the pika is very shy with uh, spectacles and now mm. wow look at her she's beautiful okay now this uh, subscriber doesn't want to be named hi bhanan raj she love the podcast abhinandan do check out the stand up specials by azim banatwala problems on prime which released sometime in 2017 or 18 this in my opinion is one of the best specials from an indian comic also his new stand up special between the lines on youtube is completely aligned with a's thoughts on overworkness of millennials and gen z also have an inkling that azim also follows news laundry keep up the good work why do you think azim follows news laundry but i will check this out okay this is a good recommendation he's a very topical comedian oh is he okay i should check it out we should get him for the media rumble next year then now arpit says Arpit Matthew hi Rajshree Abhinandan wishing more power to the NL team hoping that the ad free journalism model will become the preferred mode of media intake in our country soon want to recommend a Punjabi song in case it has been recommended earlier although i don't understand punjabi so had to refer to translation ki banu duniya da i heard diljeet performing it in a video of iit delhi festival and then i searched it on youtube for the original version eventually happened to find it in mtv coke studio composed and arranged by gurdas man and sung by gurdas and diljeet after listening to numerous punjabi song recommendations on this podcast i am fascinated by the content and context of these songs not discounting music arrangements this is another addition to that playlist the link to this song is below this is what it sounds like Thank you Arpit thank you so much uh I will definitely listen to this and I guess I have a lot of Punjabi because I have to watch three documentary films of uh, Dr Gill Professor Gill as well but there are two more mails we shall save this for next to next week and now I shall hand over to young Mansa who shall tell us about Wanda Vision so this has something to do with the fish called Wanda you don't know what that is uh no I think no it's a fantastic film which is from my youth So yeah, very funny. All right, I'll catch it. Do catch it. Hmm. And while you're at it, the two films from my generation which you guys must watch. One is Her Alibi with Tom Selleck, and one is The Fish Called Wanda. Very funny. Wanda and Vision. Aren't we a five pair? This is really happening. Am I dead? No. Why would you think that? Because you are. <laughs> so what is Wanda Vision? So Wanda Vision is about Wanda Maximoff who creates an artificial universe and oh I think that's a spoiler. Like Trishanku. Oh god, no. <laughs> you should not have said that because that comes up later. Yeah, I read it on Wikipedia the episode that I couldn't watch past the first episode. So but she's basically killed it for all audience. No, she's done no, Rajshree. No, no, no. I have to do no, the job of Rajshree. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so, uh, Wanda Vision creates an alternative universe. Yes. Like Trishanku. You know who Trishanku was? Oh my god. No, I, you don't have to look nervous like I'm a professor. If you don't know, you don't know. Fuck it. I mean, you, you should not Trishanku Vinandan. Yes, sure. Please. You know why they call a hung assembly Trishanku Lok Sabha uh, and a hung parliament the Trishanku hung assembly Trishanku Vidhan Sabha? You've never heard that term. No. no. There is a term in Malayalam called Trishanku Swargam, which is what is it? Which mean? means hanging in the middle. Right, so Trishanku was this character from our, uh, you know, क्या कहते हैं, not history, 
fictionalized history is called mythology correct so from our mythology who uh, basically did tapasya and uh, i don't know which god probably um, must have been you know the gods who are very generous in granting boons shiva indra indra no indra to <laughs> so indra to is in charge of heaven right so that's he's the king up there so probably one of these gods said that you will get heaven but he was not worthy of heaven so as he was going up to heaven indra said he cannot come here he's not worthy of heaven so the god who had granted him the boon and indra like yahan se he was shoving him down this guy was shoving him up so he just hung there and they made a constellation for him that this is so he was neither in swarg neither on earth to beech mein wo latak gaya that was trishanku oh anyway Fun so fact. go ahead sorry so wonder vision is an alternative universe yes sorry that's a spoiler which you've killed for everybody yes okay yes it's, it's, she says with <laughs> confidence and certainty i am very certain because wonder vision came in the month of february and Still, you haven't watched it. That now means... you're sounding even more like Rajshree because when she gives a spoiler, <laughs> she blames the people. Abhi tak tumne dekha to tum kade ho. Salamajhi bol rahe ho. Okay, so tell us. So, yeah. so is Wonder Vision um, that woman who does magic? Uh, in yes, the... one, yes, yes. So, so she's so, the guy with that guy on the uh, with the vision, uh, vision. money, money on his hair, on his forehead. <laughs> yes. What's his name? Vision. Ah, his name is Vision. Vision. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so they are couple Wonder Vision. Acha like uh, Laurel Hardy, like that, like um, Tom and Jerry, like that. So the thing with Wonder Vision is that they really paid tribute to sitcoms and popular uh, comedy shows in America. So Sorry, each Shita, they episode, have their own film now. Wonder Vision have their own film. This is a TV series. It is a very TV creative series. thing. It is a very uh, the show is very creative because it's, it's, each it's episode film. it's a series. It's a uh, series of ten episodes and each episodes create an alternative universe, one from each sitcom, ranging from the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and then finally uh, the likes of. modern family so they are basically paying tribute to comedy shows because wonder's world is revolved around these comedy shows okay is it like a psychological thriller kind of a mix into the fantasy land of wonder vision i may not i may sound very serious but it is a form of catharsis for wonder because wonder lost vision her brother her family she lost her family when iron man had attacked sokovia so she creates an artificial universe to uh, channelize her grief so her entire grief is channelized through the uh, this uh, entire uh, artificial universe what's the superpower that she can make these balls of energy she does magic she does chaos magic so that's a very chaos matlab chaos uh, chaos chaos in, magic yeah as in the word chaos is okay okay yeah, that yeah. okay i thought chaos like knockout magic acha okay Uh, so the entire purpose of this TV series is to show that Wanda Maximoff is not Wanda Maximoff. She has become the Scarlet Witch. Hmm. So Scarlet Witch has uh, chaos magic, and it is basically to show that uh, the uh, channelizing of her grief, and she feels her pain. So that's the purpose of this TV show. But it could have been a movie like Breaking Bad uh, did with El Camino. So Breaking Bad right. is yeah yeah right. It is about Wanda channelizing her grief. It could have been a one-hour movie, so they just drag ten episodes, and in the end, they just do something with Agatha Harkness. So, is it your awful part of this? It is show? definitely awful, along okay. with Black Widow. Black Widow, yes. Right. So, this entire review completely went over my head. But speaking <laughs> of money on the forehead, which character in the Mahabharat had money on his forehead? Do you remember? He was also immortal. Ashwatthama. Hey, ten on ten, two one. Thanks to my grandmother. Who are the other six? There were six, seven immortals. Parashuram. Was... Are they very good? Then 
वेरी गुड अश्वत्थामा बलि व्यासो हनुमानश्च विभीषण कृप परशुराम सप्तते चिरंजीवीन देव चिरंजीवी सो देवस परशुराम देवस कृपाचार्य देवस अश्वत्थामा देवस बलि व्यासो वेद व्यास एम गैसिंग विभीषण कृपाचार्य हो तो हो गया चलो ठीक है सो ऑन दैट नोट एनी थिंग young indar and young mansa want to add before i thank you for the wonderful session and making sure that we do record this week even though raj isn't here i repeat we will not be recording next week but the week after that we will so you can mail us go to the link below it is in the show notes there's a direct link where you can mail us so you don't have to send a mail to contact@newslawyer.com because there's a higher chance of your mail getting picked up when you go through this link because there's an auto prompt way that your mail will come to the right podcast because we have five podcasts so i would like to uh, plug a fantastic product which is news laundry itself Hare. and uh, one must pay to keep news free and pay to keep uh, independent media alive and uh, it does not cost much 300 rupees per month is the starting price and you can uh, i mean support ground reportages which are accurate and fact based and uh, i mean it is wonderful what news laundry has done and uh, they've got uh, eons to go well know, hopefully right? thank you so much indar you're too kind man thank you mansa you don't have to plug us since indar has done that anything you want to add i want to add one thing about news laundry that news laundry introduced me to the concept of media critiquing hmm. critiquing the media hmm. and how important it is to be aware citizens so as to vote and it's like indians are used to being uh, oppressed and they are, they are just taking it like okay this is part and parcel of their lives there is nothing to be questioned for we sh- uh, should be accountable and we should ask questions to the government rather than being passive voters and passive citizens so clearly we can say that after 2014 we have pretty much become the subjects rather than the citizens and news laundry is doing its part to make subjects citizens sir wo check Check me, but yeah, both of you are so inspiring to hear young people think like that. Fantastic! Thank you, Mansa. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Singh. Thank you, Mr. Sekri. And it's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel